Welcome to the Unshakable Principle Podcast. I'll be your host, Saeed, and with me is my co-host, Aurangzeb Sohail. We'll be discussing the business principles that have stood the sands of time. Today's book, and the book that you're all going to enjoy, because this was one of the first self-help self-help books that I read and this is one of the books that that's had a really meaningful impact in my life the book's name yes. is how to win friends and influence people by Dale Carnegie it's one of the classics every business person needs to read this like I feel like this is one of the books that, that I should have read as a child but it's like something that has so much meaning if you're like if you're willing to articulate and like think about it and stuff um anyhow i, I don't want to hog the mic for the whole podcast yeah um, um no we could go on and we could go on and talk shit about the school system but okay <laughs> we could keep on going yeah anyhow all right so um one of the first chapters that this book starts out with is if you want to gather honey don't kick over the beehive and this is something that's really meaningful for me in the sense that I just have a scary angry face and I tend to not smile at all and I usually tend to pursue my arguments with brute force and you know it's kind of like a mentality that's been endowed in me through the culture mm-hmm. that i had from back home yeah. mm-hmm. pakistan represent boom <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yeah man like um, do you have any comments on it yeah well <laughs> well i'm the exact opposite i i i don't I don't keep that angry look on me. I, I'm I'm much more calmer <laughs> than you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so this this principle was in play for me, like for quite some time because, like that was endowed in me from the start. That uh, like I'm generally a joyful person, jolly person. So, yeah, I'm pretty much off. Oh, okay. like, I'm just be- be- beating around the bush. Just move to principle two. <laughs> um, one of the things that um, I really benefited from this specific book was the fact that um, I discovered Charles Schwab, who has come to become. He's he's become one of my role models in the sense that. Um, Andrew Carnegie he used to pay uh, Charles Schwab a crap load. I don't know how much he paid him, but he paid him a crap load. And I mean crap load. <laughs> but, uh, he paid him because Charles Schwab was a person who could get things done. He could communicate with people and close them right there. And then he could make people do things that he wanted them to do. Basically, he was someone who had super good communication skills. And if you look at life, 
we're just communicating like most of our life is spent communicating with other people yeah. yes definitely Ex- exchanging our thoughts um giving our perspective trying to explain our perspective and i feel like most of us just get lost in the process where we're trying to explain things to each other and we're not really able to articulate our thoughts and get our point across to the other people other person so he actually understands our point of view and that's really where Charles Schwab came in and he knew he was a master of body language he was a master of reading people and seeing what made them tick and really just like um he could just like recognize people and he could, um he could actually convince people convince people it's actually based yeah. on the convincing power right so mm-hmm. if if you have the ability to convey your argument and uh, understand the situation and the scenario and understand that if a person is acting a certain way then he's most likely to respond in this way to a certain thought or action so mm-hmm. you're basically trying to decipher human behavior and uh, trying to uh, like make the odds in your favor right so if you want to get that contract you it's it's about understanding the other person what can you get him so he gives you that contract so mm-hmm. yeah uh, so but that's the thing this is the type of skill that that isn't being taught taught or or learned in schools because these types of books don't show up anywhere uh before and, we uh, start before we start bashing yeah. the education system i want to get back to like i know we can bash the education system starting from the bottom to the top you know that's that's all our generations about like cuz like school didn't really like evolve like we did as human beings all right yeah, i'm, I'm going to stop it <laughs> yeah go okay. ahead go ahead yeah yeah i was just saying the same thing that um regardless regardless it's if if you can master this one skill your life would change like it becomes much more interesting because there was this uh, i took this course of tai lopez the uh, 67 steps and he said that if if you're able, because life is a communication game right like you just said that our whole life is spent mm-hmm. communicating and, and that's mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. so if if you if if you if you know if i know what you want and i could reverse engineer you i could get anything out of you Damn. that would suit me. so and it's, it's not really manipulative in the sense cuz like people think that okay if if that person can be yeah. people it's manipulative and that person's being um i don't know there's like kind of like an evil vibe with yeah, yeah. it's like associated with be, a person yeah, it, can make it's 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 taken as a negative trait but actually it's not you're you're actually understanding human behavior so mm-hmm. yeah and it's like the whole um the whole like um thesis of this book is basically based on how you can communicate with people in an effective manner so you can make friends you can influence people to do the things that you want and influence people to do things that 
would be beneficial for them or um, in any sense, like this book is based on the communication principle as a lot of self-help books are like sales is basically communication. And if we think about it, all our lives we're selling, right? Like from the moment, mm. not from the yeah. moment we're born, but like, but like as soon as we're like actually, a bit older. Actually, says you are because you cry for food. And you cry, so you're, so you're selling yourself. Of, yes, your act of crying is actually yeah, because that's what Grant Cardone says. He says you're always selling yourself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and the, and mean, the means and the the means and the medium might change, but uh, mm-hmm. at the day end, you're still trying to sell. Yeah, it's like the same with like. Starting from like door to door sales to social media sales to marketing, like it's all at the end of the day, it's still sales at every step of the process. Um, yes. One of the things that another thing that this book really emphasized was becoming genuinely interested in other people and actually listening, which yes. I've seen a lot of people and. You'll notice this if you, at times, if you like look at people and observe, you'll notice that people are only listening to respond because like they're just like burning and bubbling right now that they're waiting for you to stop speaking so they can just respond to that one specific thing. They're not really listening to get your to point the whole, of view. Yeah, yeah. To, they're not listening the whole sentence to get the, they just, they just want to reply back and argue back. But, mm-hmm. but that's that that's the thing that's why that's why they never reach a solution right because you're not looking for a solution if you're looking mm-hmm. for a solution you might find one but if you're right. looking to argue well, that's right. what you're gonna get yep and it's like when you're like um how should i put this so yeah, about about yeah um well i like to add on over there so the main thing is you're trying to genuinely take interest in the other person. So mm-hmm. you ask about their business, how you, and because for example, look, if I want your business, I want to know what your business is. How can I add value? Uh, what are the pain points that I can remove for you in your mm-hmm. business so that you can get more profitable? And you would genuinely be interested in that because who doesn't want profit? Who doesn't want their business to scale? And who doesn't want their life to get better? So mm-hmm. when when someone else is general, someone else generally starts taking interest in your business and wants to help you, uh, and they will risk. And when you offer that help, regardless of expecting something back, mm-hmm. well, they will help you. They will help you. Yeah, it's like um, one of the things that we all know, kind of like we might not know this, but we're all narcissistic at the end of the day. And we all like to talk about ourselves. And kind of like it's like it comes into the legacy context where everybody's trying to leave a part of them. And that really is manifested in the form of us talking about ourselves and trying to just like get the message across. But 
genuinely like we like it when people talk to us and they're genuinely interested in us right and you'd like to do business with a person who's okay yeah yeah that that person makes me feel good because like he he wants to know about me not he's not just after the money in my pockets he's he's after he he's trying to develop a meaningful relationship with me and he's if he develops that meaningful relationship with me he's going to be willing to help me out as well because yeah he's looking after me and simple looking words up. he's looking up yeah yeah he's asking about my kids he's asking about that not that i have any but you know um yeah. um you get the point but yeah there's this quote um from the sales bible that you're 100% more likely to do business with a friend and you're i don't know if it was like whatever the circumstances is you're likely to do business with a friend rather than someone who you don't know if you mm. get that yeah yeah because because there is that that bond associated with someone you know Mm-hmm. and Genuinely. it's kind of like kind of like uh, i remember you and you know it's about trust that at, at at the end of the at the end of the day if, if if i'm interested in understanding what you are and what your business is i'm actually trying to gain your trust so mm-hmm. in the end we are all trying to make a transaction happen right but the one who gets the transaction is the one who genuinely cares about the other person and not just the money Mhm. Yeah. So it's it's all about it's 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 about leverage again, right? So the person who has the leverage is the one who cares. Yeah, and I remember us talking last week about one of the objections that people have. Um yeah. there are two things that people usually object to like all of the factors can be knived on to then because yeah, I agree yeah. with that right now because they either don't trust you or either they don't trust your product. So I feel like at the end of the day if they can trust you if they trust you you're going they they're going to trust your two cents on your product so I feel like getting that trust factor in is because the thing is the price is never the objection really in the case if you've done your homework you know you're pitching to your ideal client right they can afford it uh, they need the product they simply won't buy because why should they trust you you're a sleazy salesman <laughs> right so it, it all boils down to uh are you able to get them in confidence and sign on the dotted line because uh, if they don't trust you that thing's never going to happen right um so <clears throat> uh let's see i think you should have given more context on the part where you went pitching to social media clients so they knew what the objection was then but uh, <laughs> um <laughs> as far as like so <clears throat> i've done door to door sales right and so as i'm there because um that's one of the things that I feel like and uh, most people feel that it really builds your character up as far as like sales are concerned because sales is something that requires you to have ice in your veins. You got to have like you got to have a heart that's like hard enough to handle those rejections because 
as far as like human nature dictates, it's kind of like we take most rejections as we're we're the pe- person or whoever you want to be. Uh, I don't know that we're we're the ones who are being rejected rather than That's our services it. and rather than yeah. our presentations. So it's, it's actually yeah, your your ego comes in play and you say, oh. Well, he rejected me, not the, not the product. He rejected me. That's 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 the thing. That's the, that's one thing that builds character. It teaches you how to communicate, how to handle objections, how to handle people, and how to get someone's attention when they're not they're not even willing to spare a minute to even look at what you're trying to sell them. So, mm-hmm. but it's and 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 the expectations you have, right? Uh, you you go on happily. You prepare your pitch report, <laughs> and and you go in the shop and you're like, I'm gonna get this client. This is easy money. <laughs> and right. he says, No, your face. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah, it really builds up your character. I feel like that's one of the things that's really helpful for anyone who wants to make it as a as a business. Because at the end of the day, you're still selling. And I feel like that's the part where most people suffer rather than management and everything. There are obviously people who suffer with management and all of the, those skills, but I feel like sales is one of the biggest things that people aren't really comfortable with because it requires you to really go out of your comfort zone in comparison to the other skills. Um, <clears throat> one of the things that... Because, with yeah. sales, yes, because with sales, you can, you can start with literally no experience, right? Mm-hmm. You you don't need you don't need to have the education and you don't have to do anything else. Like when we started, we knew nothing about sales. Right. And yeah. We are still we are still students in 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 the whole sales stuff, right? But yeah. Oh, I'm and, transgressing. And, and the thing about sales is that sales is a skill that's learnable over time. And it really requires you to become comfortable in that kind of platform. And then you're in. obviously there's people who aren't really meant to be salespeople at all because they'd rather focus their being elsewhere and be more productive in the sense and leave more legacy behind because that's the most important word to me. Anyhow, um, <clears throat> something that I really liked about this book was the fact that there's there's this rule in this book that the only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is, real, this is really interesting because like there's obviously arguments that you need to do in certain places and you have to address the elephant in the room at times, right? But as far as like the argument goes, it's like when you're in an argument, don't try to argue with the person. Try to understand his perspective and do not try to like go with your justifications and all that stuff. Like, uh, you know, yeah, that's, that's what I know. Like most of my arguments that take place is actually due to... Uh, what what's the word for it? Uh, like uh, poor communication. Like yeah, 
you you misunderstood someone else's point and mm. in the end you just you were trying to argue on something that didn't even exist in the first place right and so there, there's like a really interesting experiment um on the internet it's called brainstorm and green needle it basically focuses on the fact that whatever word you const- it's it's an audio clip and whatever word you focus on you tend to hear that word so if you were thinking of brainstorm you're going to hear brainstorm if you're thinking of green needle you're hear green needle if you're focusing on brain needle you're hear you'll hear brain needle and if you're focusing on green storm you'll hear green storm so like all the permutations so in the fact that when we're cuz human beings we we tend to focus on certain things like and like like lenny and lore like Lenny and Laurel that's something else but that isn't as um like yeah, <laughs> yeah like 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 Lenny and Laurel okay what but... oh there was this other point in this book too right where uh, he talks about you very genuinely compliment the other person uh huh yeah that's that's one of the points where we see a lot of sales people coming in like Yeah, and they try to and they try to force it, and they try to force it, like and and they try to like, put butter the, all over your suit and your tie <laughs> and your shirt and like even though even 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 though they look horrible, but <laughs> you still try to like okay. Other than physical appearances, there are other compliments that salespeople can give, right? You know that, <laughs> right? Yeah, and it's like. just be genuine and authentic when you're selling because yeah. that's one yeah. of the easiest ways to get yeah, the other person to trust yeah, you yeah don't yeah don't compliment just because for the sake of it mm-hmm. and don't fake yeah. it like don't yeah. go in there with a fake persona and trying to be something you're not just to please someone else cuz the best version of you is yourself is your authentic self that can get that people are going to trust yeah obviously if you, if you want to be someone who's like if you want to be tony robbins you got to act out the part and eventually you're going to become that but it's still within that boundary of authenticity where yeah but you, if uh, yeah yeah i get that if but becoming tony robbins is like you got to re, you got to do what tony robbins did when he was tony not what he is now right that's yeah. what people miss yeah yeah but it's it's really not just about like so it's um uh, my two cents on the matter is that as human beings we're evolving and we're constantly gaining more knowledge and we're living in an age of information overload in which there's a lot of oh, information in this. what i have a quote on this <laughs> we're drowning in information but searching for knowledge <laughs> drowning in information and searching for knowledge true shit um but it's just like the fact is that obviously um if i want to be aristotle or if i want to be socrates uh, socrates or something they've already lived their life and they already have those lessons uh spanned out at the end of their lives right so 
obviously everybody made their mistakes and they did stuff wrong when they were younger and stuff. So learning from them who, who they are right now and learning from the journey they had as well. So it's not just about wh- what they were doing. Because like even um, with someone who we follow named Gary Vee, uh, he realized after working for eight years in the wine liquor store, he, he, he realized that this wasn't for him, right? Although he developed the work ethic and everything, right? But he, he was still like, I'm not really working my passion. So he kind of like just transitioned, right? So it's learning from the people where they are right now. Because obviously they have had their whole perspective of life, right? So if I'm learning from my dad about any of his business steps, right? He wouldn't have known that when he was 20. So he might have been doing something wrong when he was at that age, right? And yeah, that's where you cut the learning curve and everything. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just my two cents. Doesn't have to be right. It's just my opinion. And that's where I transition into one of the other points in this book. Um, <laughs> show respect for others' people's opinions. Never say you're wrong. Because at the end of the day, nobody knows what's yeah. right. Nobody knows what's wrong. You have your two cents. I have my two cents. Unless you're and bigoted. And we all make dollars. <laughs> unless you're bigoted. Like, um. Yeah. And that, that is a matter of opinion as well, right? Yes, yes. True, true. But never say to the other person that you're wrong. Respect their opinion, yeah. try to understand it, and yeah, then respect. try to explain your Res- point. Yeah, yeah. And if it makes sense, well and good. If it doesn't, move on. You don't have mm-hmm. to spend your whole life trying to convince others, view you as the king of their generation. <laughs> Woo! Bit in fire. Um, um, another thing that that was emphasized in Jordan Peterson's book, and it's something that's emphasized in a lot of books all around. Mm. If, if you're wrong, admit it quickly and empathetically. Admit mm-hmm. it quickly because, like, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Never because, like, I've seen people go down the path of ego. Because they're just stuck on a specific point just for pride and arrogance and keeping their kind of like end of the bargain or something. And it's not really something that really, it's a path that eventually leads to you becoming bigoted and really just like you don't admit your failures and you're not eventually searching the truth, right? So yeah. How much? How much do we have of this left? Uh, Thank you. I'm just like looking through the book as well because, like, uh, I read this book. Yeah, it's back been. In- it's been. Yeah, it's been. It's been quite. It's been. It's been quite some time since we read that one. Mhm. And. Yeah. Uh, but this was a. But this was a good refresher, right? Uh, it's like sort of all coming back, like what the main principles were, and just expanding on them. It's all coming back to me, and so, yeah, I think this was this was the whole this was the whole point of the podcast as well, right? So number one was yeah. consistency. And number two was even if even if nobody listens, like at least we've got something that we can refer back to. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> um, like one, like this book is basically about human interactions and one of the recent uh, quotes that I read that's had 
a really meaningful impact in my life is the fact that the purpose of education is not knowledge, it's action. Yes. Oh, is that right. one of Eric's quote? Um, I don't, I don't remember whose quote this is, but I read it in one of the books that I was reading recently, Storyteller Method. Um, but it's like so interesting because like there's a shit ton of knowledge that we already have, but we're not implementing it in our lives, right? And the fact yeah. is that knowledge really goes to waste at the end of the day, and really just building on even the principles in this one book, because like, I really believe that if I even build all the principles in this book, um, I'm good for life as far as communication, sales, and a lot of things in life are concerned. Like just mastering one of these books, just one book. Yeah, one. But mastering and even, it. And even, if you, and even if you just master like one skill of it, what people do, Mm-hmm. Yeah, what people what people do is like they try to take it all in one in one go, right? But yeah, that's too much. So like even if you just take one uh one skill, for example, it could be paying a genuine compliment to someone, and mm-hmm. or it could be avoiding argument. Right. If you could just avoid arguments for the rest of your life. Imagine how much better life would get for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just like focusing on just one thing because like humans, we're as humans, we're perpetual beings and we can master not just one skill, but like a lot of skills yeah, throughout yeah, our life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, but I my get context your point. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one, one thing at a time. One thing at a time and just keep moving forward with that. So like even if you like start mastering a skill a month, one month, you just practice one skill and you try to make it... Um, you try to make it your shield and you try to make it your sword and you try to like um, meld it into you by um, doing all of that. But it's just like keep hustling and uh, I feel like we'll end the Are podcast here today. Yep. Yes. But this is Are a really we... good book for anyone who's interested in uh learning how to converse better learning how to deal with people better learning how to I, yeah, become I a believe, better I, I, yeah i believe this should be in schools this should be everywhere because it's not even if 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 you're in business or if you're trying to improve anything this is just like one of those like all time good books mm-hmm. and that yeah. every everyone should everyone should read because I actually uh, doing this podcast I remembered that uh, quote the not quote the avoiding argument so what was the quote what was the principle again the full principle avoiding argument just for the no see I um, keep forgetting okay just give me a sec let me look it up for you okay yeah, yeah. um. The only way to get the best of an argument is to avoid it and show yeah, respect for the other person's opinions. Never say yes. you're wrong. Yes, yes. So, I, 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 this, this one like slept, like it just slept out of my mind. So, slipped out of my mind. So, this mm-hmm. was a good refresher. Like, this was a good refresher. Yeah. Anyhow, 
All right, everyone. We'll see you next week on the Unshakable Principle Podcast. We'll be doing all right. some other book that no. we'll tell you about next week because we want to keep you all in suspense. <laughs> that one see person you next week. that listens <laughs> to the podcast. <laughs>